I'm Chilanga. I'm Dylan. And welcome to the CND Pod Cast. Oh, I'm sick, Dylan. I'm fucking sick, man. Like, as in you're disgusting, or as in you got the Rona? <sighs> Actually, I'm not sick. I'm twisted. Sick implies that there's a cure. <laughs> <laughs> From the twisted mind of Dylan and Chilanga comes the CND Pod. I'm just pitching you. I'm I'm pitching you new uh, intros. What do you think so far? What do you think of those? Uh, twisted mind, twisted sister. I like it. Twisted sister, 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 sister. Act, Whoopi Goldberg. Welcome to the CND Pod. I'm Whoopi Goldberg, and I'm Ted Danson. We have a great show for you today. We're having uh, probably the biggest guest of all time on the oh, pod. Easily. Oh, I can't even fucking believe you got this person on the pod, Chilanga. Oh, let's save it. Let's save it. You know, it's going to be a surprise for our guests. Yeah. Um, we're going to start with real stupid news. Real stupid news. <laughs> until Shuli, until Shuli records her drops for all of our shit, I'm just going to do them gonna every happen. time. Shuli's going to do it. It's going to happen. We've been talking about this for the last two and a half years. <laughs> Uh, you just got to get her on a Zoom call with me and all my friends and pressure her into recording them, and then she'll do it. Yeah, she was so nervous. Thank you so much for having us on your Jackbox gaming night. No problem. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. You we, know what? We fought hella lost at Quiplash. Shuli and I were in fifth and sixth out of six places the whole time because... No, I got fifth place time. It was about, oh, really? Well, that must have been the one time that Shuli got fourth place. Uh, <laughs> but it was because it was Chilanga and a bunch of his friends that he's known since he was like four years old. So, yeah. And we like something called alt comedy. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, you <laughs> like something like poo poo pee pee comedy. <laughs> yeah. Poo, come, piss goes a long way with us. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's do some real stupid news. So, <laughs> Kyrie Irving was fined $50,000 by the NBA for being at, I believe, his sister's birthday party without a mask. Dylan, what do you think? Oh, my God. Why are these guys just going to parties with no masks? There's a big pandemic. It's going around right now. Kyrie probably already got it. Let's be honest. There's no way he didn't already get it. So, But even so, it's just disrespectful. Disrespectful. Pulling a Kardashian. You know, I know the NBA, like, they have to set, like, a, a standard fine level for everyone uh, just because, like, you know, if it was going to be a million-dollar fine, that would mean a lot more to, like, a G League or two-way guy. Than they could do a percentage of your – easily. They do that in Norway for speeding tickets. Exactly. That's what I was going to suggest. Make it percentage because to $50,000 to Kyrie is nothing. He might as well go to a party every weekend for, like, 50000 Are you kidding me? Absolutely. So. I, I mean, make the punishment actually something because it's about safety and it's about like keeping people alive and healthy. So, I mean, if if you're going to take pennies from them, then like, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, but like I guess the NBA doesn't really care about COVID anyway. Right. Because like we need to stop. We need to stop playing games and start bubbling up. Speaking of the NBA not caring about COVID, the Board of Governors was meeting this week to decide whether or not uh, they would allow NBA teams to add a third two-way player to their roster, bringing uh, the total of players to 18 players on roster. Oh, you're hungry? <laughs> you're hungry? 
here's a pack of gum. Dude, it's just like all these games are being canceled and postponed. All these people are getting sick. All these people have to quarantine, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the solution is not adding more people to the mix. (laughs) (laughs) The solution is stopping. Just stop now. Let's keep people safe. Let's keep people healthy. It's if my soup is too spicy, I'm not just going to keep adding more just like. Let me add some more water. Let me add some more lime. Let me add some more sugar. No, yeah, just I'm just stop saying. eating the soup. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad metaphor, uh, admittedly. But the NBA needs to stop. <laughs> yeah, there's no good metaphor. Just straight, straight up, bubble up. <laughs> the next piece of news is that the Rockets have waived Bruno Caboclo, my guy. Oh, no. Chlanga, are you okay? I don't know how the Rockets pl- uh, plan on making the playoffs without Bruno Caboclo. I don't know either, but what I do know is that the Timberwolves are looking for a lengthy type of almost power forward. He'd probably be the biggest person on our team. I'm down for Bruno to come to the Wolves. I mean, he can't possibly be any be worse, worse than, than Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. And I'll ask you real soon. Would you rather Bruno Caboclo or Ronnie Hollis Jefferson? Very quick, just a name. Uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson. You got me there. Sorry. You got me there. Uh, finally, Christian Wood calls Shaq a casual fan for not knowing oh. that he was good at basketball. Oh, you filthy casual. Oh, Shaq, Shaq is a casual God. fan. Shaq Jeez, and Chuck God. are the most casual fans of all time. Oh, my God. I don't even know if Shaq watches the games he covers. I think that they no just way. Like, they're like, yo, Shaq, just, you know, just say something, uh, ride a bicycle over a bicycle jump, and then we'll call it a day. Shaq is too busy to watch basketball. It's not his fault. He's just too busy. He's DJing. He's in every commercial that you've ever seen. He, I mean, he's just like, he's he's keeping himself busy. So, oh, no, he doesn't have Cap- time to watch basketball games. No, Cap- he doesn't have time King. to know who Chris Wood is. No, he does uh, not. And nor, nor does he have to. But just like the shit where he's like going at Rudy Gobert, like why even bother with that when you when like, I don't know, you just just be more classy. You've been there. You literally have been there before. So just act like it. Exactly. All right. We're going to take a break to hear from our sponsor. Just kidding. We don't have a sponsor. If you'd like to sponsor our show, you can send us an email at coast to coast NBA pod at gmail.com. What, what about uh, CND pod at gmail.com? Is that real? Do we have that? Yeah, I, I have all of the rights. Are we going to transfer over? We should transfer over. Oh, fuck. This is big. Yeah, send us an email at cndpod at gmail.com. Yes, that feels good to hear. If you would like us to um, represent your business on this podcast. Oh, uh, we got it wrong. CNDNBA. Send us an email at cndnba at gmail.com if you would like us to uh, represent your product. Uh, on our podcast, we will represent your product better than we represent ourselves. I promise. <laughs> oh, I think CND Pod was taken, so I had to uh, do something different. CND NBA, pretty good. And now we're going to bring on our guest. All right. So today, as promised, the most honorable guest that we have had on our podcast thus far is that fair to say, Chalanga? Yeah, this is big for us. We've never had anyone this famous, this big time on the pod. I'm like kind of shaking with excitement right now. It's kind of yeah. crazy. I'm nervous. Like it's a little bit of a controversial guest, but uh, you know, we are mainstream media, so we have decided to foray into the world of politics. I know, I know. 
turn off turn off turn off the podcast if you don't want to hear about this but on the podcast today we have none other than rudy giuliani now rudy <laughs> we have we have a question for you chalanga has been coming mm-hmm. up with this concept and he needs to run it past you because right now you proximity, are Dylan. An advisor, you are an advisor to the man in the oval office con- currently for the next <laughs> three days and so chalanga want, wants to ask you if you could get that man in the Oval Office, to uh, to sign an executive order just before he leaves. Chalanga, do you yeah, want to so, enlighten Rudy on this? So, so uh, look, as you know, the NBA is playing games, and and a lot of people are getting uh, COVID or, or having to miss games because of safety protocols and whatnot. And as as the world knows, you're kind of um, you're kind of a freak. You know, the world kind of we don't think shame on this podcast, just so everyone knows. We no. we both sides we both sides everything. So no kink shaming. Yeah, and like I'm a proud kinky motherfucker. So like I'm just gonna say that up front. You know, like but, personally, you know. no, we would not. We would not have put our hands <laughs> in our pants personally, but I'm not judging you for doing that because we have to love everybody, love everybody, you know? Yep. This is a house. Right. In this house, we accept that all lives matter. Wait. And one one issue the NBA was having was that they were allowing uh, uh, their players to invite guests over to their hotel rooms while they were on the road. Um, basically, mm-hmm. just like you can go on Tinder and you can find a hookup and you can have sex because, like you, Mr. Giuliani, NBA players are also very horny. Like, and they just need to mm-hmm. get it in. You know about that. You know what this is like. And sometimes, if you're Carl Malone, they have similar taste to you. <laughs> Right, right, right. I, uh, I, the former mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, am very similar to Carl Malone in a number of ways. Rudy, you sound so spry. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Thank really you. young and handsome. Uh, I've actually uh, been in contact with QAnon, and he's been hooking me up with uh, the the blood of orphan babies, and uh, it rejuvenated me a little bit too much. Actually, I need to hibernate wow. for two weeks and let it wear off a little bit, so I return to my old age appearance. You should probably you should probably send who whatever information QAnon was giving you over to Army Hammer because it sounds like he's inter- he'd be interested in some of that blood as well. Uh, <laughs> which okay. Chalanga, uh, yeah, and enlighten Rudy on this on this concept. I haven't gotten to my que- I haven't gotten to my request yet. There's a long setup here. <laughs> right, right, right. I just want to make sure that you understand the importance of the situation is that these NBA players need to have sex while they're on the road. But mm-hmm. them having sex may be leading directly to more COVID cases in the NBA. So I am requesting that you call the big man in charge. And, you know, he's got a couple of days left. If he can make an executive order mm-hmm. to legalize sex work. There so it is. That the NBA mm-hmm. can hire uh, hookers. Because I know you've, you're a man. You've probably ordered a hooker or two in, in your life. You know, it's there. We have to use the proper terms here. PC. We're, up, we're a PC podcast. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, sex work is. We are recording on computers right now. You are a, a hero to sex workers worldwide for like flying your freak flag for the world to see. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, for the safety and for the financial empowerment of these women and so that the NBA players can have sex, I would like you to demand that Donald Trump makes an executive order to legalize sex work before he leaves office. The thing that we are Mm -hmm. trying to solve here is like right now women can just 
willy-nilly while players are on the road come in and out of the hotel room. That, that was the policy up until the last week. And now that they're not able to do that, the policy has just changed. What are these NBA players going to do? So you think John Morant is going to be able to play well when he's got blue balls? No, that's the, that's the problem. He'll probably break an ankle. And we don't want that to happen again. Anyway, so the solution is to test these workers and then we can solve the entire COVID problem in the NBA. You have internalized sex workers that are on contract with teams. So they bubble up with the teams essentially and they get tested twice a day just like everyone else. And then they're able to serve the teams, serve the needs of the people on the team, traveling with the team. What are your thoughts, Mr. Giuliani? Well, as the... Uh... As a special advisor to the current commander-in-chief, I can't guarantee anything in, in regards to me being able to convince uh, Mr. Trump to pass this. However, uh, I, I must say it could be a conflict of interest for M- Mr. Trump, considering he has the uh, the previous uh, court cases with the dealings with the in, in the whoa, whoa, realm whoa. of sex work. You're- you're, you're take wait you're all of a sudden you're taking these court cases that Donald Trump's involved in seriously this can't be Rudy Giuliani yeah this well, is a, I, you, I am his lawyer right I am his lawyer is that is that an accurate statement am I his lawyer did, <laughs> wait wait you this isn't you certainly Rudy are, Gi- this is more serious than Rudy Giuliani has ever taken a Trump case I think that we've got the wrong Rudy Dylan did we did you schedule the wrong Rudy Chalanga? Oh, I, I swear I'm Rudy Giuliani. How else would I know about the fountain of youth and the from the children's blood? That Fuck, is true. This is convincing. What's the date today, Dylan? One seventeen twenty one. Oh fuck! What? I got my dates mixed up. This is Rudy St. Clair of the Hustle Points Podcast. <laughs> no! Rudy. What's, no! what's going on, guys? Honestly, it's me. Honestly, I'm not Rudy Giuliani. Thank God. Thank God. I fucking hate Rudy Giuliani. I do not. I like. Chang and I have become somewhat mainstream media at this point. So we thought that we had to like, you know, both sides of this whole situation. But now, now that we know that you're not Rudy Giuliani, we can actually say how we feel. Fuck Rudy Giuliani. But also sex work is work. But Rudy Giuliani is a pedophile. So Rudy Giuliani isn't booked? He's not coming on the show after me? I guess not. I mean, I'm I'm as disappointed as you are. Yeah. No, we got him next week. I'm sorry, I got my dates mixed up. <laughs> well, hopefully, he doesn't watch this podcast. I mean, well, clearly, his media team isn't very adept. I, I think you could get Rudy Giuliani on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, we're the four seasons total basketball podcast. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I feel like that dude will do anything. Anyway, welcome to the show, Rudy. Uh, we were on your podcast, The Hustle Points Pod, what, a year? Yeah, Excuse roughly me. a year ago, correct. You can and follow it was Rudy at NBA underscore Rudy. That's me. You can also just Google uh, Hustle Points. Find my YouTube channel. Oh. Hey. YouTube. That's, that is so dope. We're happy to have you on. Um, we are wanting to talk about the, the Memphis Grizzlies. So the, the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies just played on Wednesday. They were scheduled to play on Friday. Unfortunately, Carl Anthony Towns has COVID-19. And due to health and safety protocols, the game had to be canceled or postponed. Bubble up! Um, And we were also going to sob about our teams because both of our teams were playing very poorly. But the Grizz are popping. 
Yeah. Yeah, we got four in a row, including uh, one on you guys. Hopefully it'll be five after MLK, ga- MLK Day. <laughs> oh, MLK Gate? MLK. What is MLK yeah. Gate? Oh, oh, that's just the CIA murdering MLK. Don't worry about that. That's just common knowledge. <laughs> that's all, Thank you, Chalanka, for saving us by putting a T at the end of that. Uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Mere slip of the tongue. I'm not, uh, so, but Ja Morant is back. How happy are you to have Ja back? Oh, I'm ecstatic because that injury looked scary in real time. Honestly, I mean, it was it was a shame. I feel like I was directly responsible for it. Honestly, like if you I, believe I, in a you know proper fandom and those everything the fans do both at home and in the stadium have a direct impact on the outcome of the game, right? So of course, I uh, decided to turn on my Xbox and put the game on in the background while I knocked out some games right quick. And uh, the moment I look back from uh, the, the screen with the game on it. It, it's just John Morant in a in a wheelchair, man. I was sad. I thought I felt like I did it. The one I time I was looking away was when he uh, when he got hurt. So I, I think I'm responsible for it in a very direct and obvious way. Oh, you you were bad. responsible for sure. So Rudy, what now? You guys are six and six, right? What are your expectations for the rest of the season? What do you hope for? And what do what is what is your goal for this team? I mean, I like the idea of not having too terribly successful of a season and getting a high draft pick, but at the same time, I just am also uh, one who has faith in our front office to actually get a high-value player later on in the draft, so I don't think we necessarily have to tank. I would be ecstatic if we got into the play-in tournament, though. And even to Y'all, have been ki- Y'all have been killing the draft. It's crazy. Like... Uh, every player that the Grizz have drafted in the past like four years, it feels like has panned out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last two years have been the actual same front office regime. Uh, mm. Prior to that, uh, I, I'm forgetting his name at this point, but just <laughs> we'll just call him Voldemort. Uh, the previous administration was just uh, not very successful. And Chris uh, that yeah, Chris Wallace. That's it. Chris He's actually Wallace. still technically in the scouting department, so I'm pretty sure mm. we're just keeping oh, him God. on payroll to you know keep our secret secret. We had the what? same thing. We had the same thing in our front office too. Scott Layden experience. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we know how it feels. Uh, so while he's getting that hush money, uh, we have actually managed to draft Brandon Clark, Ja Morant, Xavier Tillman, and Desmond Bain. I'm really happy with those four guys. Uh, however, I will say, even though Xavier Tillman might have just been like a a quiet thing to keep Jaron happy and get a Michigan State guy who's pretty decent for a second round pick. I would have been way happier with Trey Jones. I think Trey Jones is awesome. And Keep having him and Tyus. Yeah, yeah. And plus, uh, Zach Kleinman is a is a big Duke guy. He's a blue devil himself, I do believe. So we have plenty of Duke players on our team already. Might as well add another. Uh, <laughs> Let's uh, shift. I want to hear ex- ex- specifically, what are your thoughts on Desmond Bain and Xavier Tillman to start the season? I don't really know terribly too much about Xavier Tillman. I mean, I just, the what little action of him I've seen seems like he's a guy who plays hard, which uh, is not a backhanded compliment. <laughs> you know, I just, I mean that in the in the best way. I love guys who play hard. Uh, but Desmond Bain should be starting point blank period. Dylan Brooks should be our sixth man and Desmond Bain should start. He's our, he's our best shooter and he's, uh, we need spacing in the floor, in the uh, starting lineup. And we're using Grace and Allen right now to do that. And he's not good. Oh my so. God, that pissed me off so much. What day was it? Wednesday now? Oh my God, 
that pissed me off so much when Grayson Allen was all of a sudden on fire. I'm like, how is he three for five from beyond the arc? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not happy to see Grayson succeed either, but I mean, he's he's still a, a Memphis Grizzlies, so I, I have to be a little bit happy about it, I guess. But I just so much rather see uh, Desmond Bain in the starting lineup over him, or even DeAnthony Melton, who I know doesn't provide the spacing, but he's still a way better player. I've been impressed by DeAnthony Melton, and granted, I, I, I haven't watched too much of him, and the Grizzlies tend to play really, really well against the Timberwolves. Uh, um, especially your boy, your favorite Dylan Brooks, surprisingly on Wednesday, he did not have a good game against the wolves. And that was the first time in. Yeah. I like he had the nail in the coffin with that, uh, transition three that he put up against the wolves. That was yeah deadly. And it felt like I just knew it was going in right away just cause you know, that's what Dylan Brooks does against the wolves. <laughs> yeah Brooks is great I mean I used to hate him because he plays a lot of hero ball in the fourth quarter and fouls a lot but you know now I'm just seeing that as his confidence being an A plus so let's just call it call it a uh you know uh not, not a mama mentality problem but someone who is uh worth having that on the team that's not Ja or Jaron it's pretty yeah, cool he, he's your own Malik Beasley precisely exactly <laughs> yeah. correct. so you know the the Memphis Grizzlies and the, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they cross paths a lot. Obviously, they're in the same division, so they play four for times a year. For now. And there there are a couple former Timberwolves on the Memphis Grizzlies right now who are near and dear to our heart. Uh, one being Tyus Jones, who is a Minnesota boy. He's from Apple Valley, which is a suburb. Burping again. Oh, my God. Of <laughs> Which is a suburb of Minneapolis. A makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a city boy. Born and raised in Minneapolis. Uh, like, I represent it 100%. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and Gorgie Jang, who is near and dear to both Dylan and I's hearts. We've oh. written songs about him. We've designed shoes uh, for him, like signature sneakers for him. We love him. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on Tyus and Gorgie as players? I mean, I love Tyus, first of all. I was uh, actually advocating for Tyus to come to Memphis when he was a free agent, and then sure enough, it manifests itself. And again, I took Damn. full responsibility for, for making that happen. Well, uh, we, do just, know like, that you have, we do know that you have an in with uh, like some front office people in the NBA. You had the Bang Bros on a year mm-hmm. ago? That right, was, right. Like, our podcast, like right before us, you had them on. Right, and, right, right. That was fantastic. I I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm wondering if that just didn't if that just didn't get the whisper going through for the front offices, and maybe the Grizzlies were listening to you. That, that's that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I mean, because obviously I can't just tweet it and then make it happen. I have to have a little bit of insight, right. a little bit of a little bit of a scoop there. Uh, but yeah, Tyus is great. I mean, I don't know what a pure point guard is, but I mean, he sure seems like one. Never turns the ball over makes enough jump shots to be a threat. Gorgie Dang, or Zhang, excuse me. Uh, he just needs those shoes, man. I want to see him fly with the with the shoes. That's that's really the only thing I care about as far as Gorgie. But no, he's a he's a pretty excellent backup center. He's not someone I'm ever displeased to see check in in his limited minutes. So the yeah. Wolves could really use him right now because Towns has been missing time and and the Wolves backup center play has been just an absolute fucking ass it's been so bad and he is incredibly competent um, if you've seen nasri play i'm sorry i apologize on behalf of our entire fan base in front of 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has like one of the lowest ratings in 2K. That's that's about all I know about Nas Reed. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty bad on 2K. I, in fact, the whole Timberwolves team is really bad. It's like D'Lo and Towns, and then everyone else is in the 70s. I think Jared Vanderbilt just entered the starting lineup on 2K, and he's 70 overall. It's fucking, it's horrible. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Yeah. I, do you have strong opinions or, or any opinions about our Minnesota Timberwolves. Do you have a favorite like member of the Minnesota Timberwolves? Well, it looks um, like he's hanging in the back. There's a jersey. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't deny Ricky Rubio. I mean, he's just so handsome. You can't, you can't <laughs> uh, hate those passes and that beard. But I mean, I think the strongest opinion I have about any Timberwolves player is probably about D'Angelo Russell. I mean, I just feel like he's disgustingly overrated in general. But then again, going into this season, he was kind of put way lower on those lists that everyone made for seemingly no reason other than going to Minnesota. So maybe he's not overrated, but I mean, he's just a guy who gets volume buckets and can make some plays. Sometimes he's not a good defender and he's only recently been able to get more than two free throws a game. So like props to him for doubling that. But I mean, he just has a uh, really limited game. He just shoots a lot. It's amazing what happens when a player plays in a big market, how overrated they become. And then immediately, once they're traded to a small market, they become instantly <laughs> underrated. Mm -hmm. uh, and it happened with uh, Andrew Wiggins in opposite effect. Now this year, people are saying that they fleece the Timberwolves by getting Andrew Wiggins. He's playing worse than he's ever been, as, than he's ever played. <laughs> and yet somehow it's not the worst contract in the league now. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just that he's in the Bay Area. You know, yeah. I, I wrote about D'Lo a, a couple weeks ago, and and I think the like the stat that really just says it all is in D'Angelo Russell's All Star season, twenty eighteen nineteen or seventeen eighteen. I can't remember which one. He shot fifty percent from ten to sixteen feet, so like you know most of the mid range. Kobe Bryant shot fifty percent or higher two times in his entire twenty year career. It was <laughs> it, he. It was. You only huh? have stats from like 2003 with that. No, they the the shooting stats go back to 96, 97. Oh, okay. Yep. So his entire career. Um. So that that was an anomaly, and he's severely overrated. And I I especially by Timberwolves fans. Timberwolves fans love the shit out of D'Angelo Russell, and I'm just I mean, over you kind of have to, right? You turn Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that. else. There's nothing else we can do. I mean, it's like if him and Carl Anthony Towns could just be like Stockton and Malone minus the pedophilia, you know, that'd be incredible. And you'd never win a championship still, but it'd be incredible. Yeah. Honestly, I take any basketball minus pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. The, the only problem is that so far they're not. Um, so and granted, they've only played a few games together. And when Carl Anthony Towns is on the floor, the Timberwolves are much, much, much better. But it is... It's it can be hard to watch when Towns is off the floor, and you know I, it's hard to watch Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell and Juancho Hunter Gomez just chuck up bricks. It's like yeah. it's really hard. I mean, Juancho's not good, right? I feel like that's one guy who I just feel like is good because he has a really cool name, but in reality, is just like a guy who shoots <laughs> and is long. Yeah, he's insert your tall European guy here. Gotcha. Yeah, but Every he's under contract for two more years, so that's yeah. Sick. Hey, hey, if your friends in the Grizzlies front office are interested, he's on the block. So yeah. I'm sure you could package him with a couple picks, and we'd take him right off your hands. Oh God, <laughs> not again. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're gonna move on. We're gonna play a couple games. So the first game we're gonna play. I wanted to play in and out 
or in or out, excuse me. So like you say in you're in or, or you're out. In and out would be better. Um, Dylan said that sucks because everyone does in or out or some version of it. So I said, fuck you, Dylan. And we're going to do C or D, cool or dumb. So I'm going to give you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why, why is Dylan dumb? <laughs> wait, is this yeah. the C and D podcast? This is this cool Chilanga or dumb Dylan? <laughs> Listen back to all 85 episodes and you will learn why Dylan is the dumb one and I am the cool one. So, Rudy, we're going to give you the names of some Memphis Grizzlies players, coaches, maybe some GMs, owners, whatever. We're just going to say some folks and you're going to let us know if you're their C, cool, which means you're in, or their D, dumb, which means you're out. You can extrapolate a little bit. I might have some follow up questions. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Dylan Brooks, C or D? D for Dylan. <laughs> uh you know i'll say i'll say cool i'm i'm up on dylan brooks he's uh someone i used to not like but i've kind of moved past that come to appreciate his effort on defense and his willingness to take shots in the big moments i used to hate those things but i guess i got stockholm syndrome <laughs> we've been there we know what it's like to start loving a player who you just Michael have Beasley. to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um maybe malik beasley honestly uh anyway the next player is grayson allen c or d d dumb get him out of the starting lineup only play him sometimes like literally make him our 11th or 12th man let him tear up the g league (laughs) i feel that i think grayson allen is ass get him in the the draft draft. yeah uh next player is uh justice winslow are you c or d Okay. Well, honestly, D. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, it's dumb. <laughs> Justice Winslow is a contract. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's gonna work out. Dude has like a bunch <laughs> of weird lower body injuries constantly, and like he's never played the same position two seasons in a row. It's has he dumb. played a single game for the Grizzlies? I don't believe he has. If he has, I've missed the memo. But <laughs> you know, that just shows you. They should be your your friends in the front office should be warning you when they're about to play him. <laughs> right, right, right. I should hear those whispers in my ear. Uh-huh. Just watch out for justice. <laughs> uh I have two more. Uh Kyle Anderson. Okay. C C C cool for sure. Kyle Anderson's a way better contract than <laughs> Justice Winslow. I mean, the dude is putting up career numbers. Uh, I think Fast Break Breakfast tweeted out is a per 36 comparison in the starting lineup or something like that. And it was very Tim Duncan esque for his career averages. He was actually doing it. So that makes sense to me. Right. Right. It's a, it's like a, the same way that Bill Belichick's coaching rubs off on all of his disciples uh, and the Popovich tree. It's just the Tim Duncan tree, but with players, I rub off on my disciples. Okay. The last, (laughs) what I rub off on my laptop. Oh, that's true. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we're also video podcasting, and I'm like, Tlaga, keep fucking." I'm sorry. I just like I have to watch my very weird porn all the time. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm kinky. Go ahead, yeah, Dylan. It's Ask weird because you keep saying Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> the last in or out, or sorry, cool or dumb. Cool. Sean McDermott. Oh. Sh- mm. <laughs> I mean, it's like cool, let, dumb. Fuck it, put it like let, keep him in the G League. He'll probably not be much of anything. I don't care. He's just—it's white privilege that he's in the league. That is the right answer. We love. Oh my god, that like you have just 
uh, uh, made a hole in our hearts and put yourself in there with um, that yeah, answer. My, my brother Doug cool. used to work here. Uh, do you do you think I could apply and maybe maybe get a job here, just like an entry level position? Is is he Doug McDermott's brother for real? I, he has to be, right? How many fucking McDermott's are there? <laughs> uh, I, I don't see anything about it on his Wikipedia. I'm going through his Wikipedia. Whoa! I kind of assumed games was two. Wow! Shocking! Two McDermott in the NBA. Wow! This this is like the the Bogdanovich situation, but like two tiers lower in terms of talent. Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like in that part of Europe, Bogdanovich is like Smith. You know, it's just like a, a, the a very yeah, common apparently. last name. But McDermott, not so much. Um, okay, we got one last game for you. And uh, something we do on the podcast, it's a Lindsey Whalen, would you rather? Uh, Lindsey Whalen is former Lynx player, kind of like the best Minnesota basketball player of all time. Amazing um, Gophers coach. Amazing Gophers coach. And so we honor her with kind of like a sexy little game of would you rather? And today's question for you, Dylan, why don't you ask the first one? Okay. Would you rather build a team around Carl Anthony Towns or John Morant? We are Ooh, okay. I'm gonna be Homer, but I'm gonna say John Morant. I just okay. I, I rather would. I think ball handlers have a meaningfully more significant impact on the game than big men in today's NBA as terms of controlling the pace of the game and uh, just setting the tone on offense. I, I feel like having a big man, even a guy as amazing as Towns, who can score anytime you want. You still have to get him the ball, and that's a battle on its own sometimes against a good defense anyway. We had talked briefly about this last year, but what about John Morant versus Ben Simmons? Ooh. Ben Simmons. Oh, By the smallest, yeah. amount. By the smallest amount, Ben Simmons. It feels like a safer bet because I don't want Ja to tweak another ankle and be like a, a B-plus Derrick Rose. I don't, I don't want that at all. That's Whereas Ben Simmons, I don't feel like I have to be afraid of that. I mean, I, I'm super high on Ben Simmons. Like, I, I think Ben Simmons is undoubtedly better than James Harden by by the smallest hair. Like, like I just can't bring it, bring myself to prefer a Harden to a Ben Simmons just because of how he makes a huge impact on the defensive side of the floor. I know. I thought y'all can't see the video right now, but my jaw is at the floor. Like my jaw <laughs> just went honk. <laughs> When I heard that they were about to get Tybal and uh, Ben Simmons, I was like, why didn't you guys take that? I, I would take that 20 times out of 20 over Victor Oladipo. Are you kidding me? What yeah, is it? Just like eight picks or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I'd rather have Ben Simmons every time. I, I saw some tweet. I don't remember who it was from, but it seemed unfortunately accurate. And it said that uh, Ben Simmons is like 2011 LeBron, except all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he meant like in the finals, not necessarily right, right, the, right. in the season. But yeah, I just that's Yo, he, accurate description. That's an incredible player. I, well, because he didn't know how to like LeBron didn't know how to fit in on that team. And in the same way, I feel like Ben Simmons doesn't know how to fit on on his team. Although LeBron is the better shooter and scorer and yeah, offensive player. Yeah, I mean, I just I'll take B plus LeBron over B plus Derrick Rose. You know, in the wor- <laughs> in the worst case scenarios. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I that's what I think about Ben Simmons is that his floor because like he kind of has to be the lead guy on a team. There's there's no real other way for him to exist, and and like a, the floor of a Ben Simmons team is pretty high. Like he just gets people involved. He plays really awesome defense. 
he can he can score, you know, like he doesn't need to score, but he can. Yeah. I mean, he's um, one of the most efficient scorers in the NBA. Like, yeah. definitely like top 10, 15 in terms of just pure efficiency. He did just airball a three uh, yesterday. Our Grizzlies, that was nice. It was, so he's, it was yeah. <laughs> he's efficient in the way that he is in, in the places where he is actually confident to shoot. Yeah. Here's what it, I think it is. I think if you play 2K, you love Ben Simmons and think he is a god. And if you don't play 2K, which none of these executives do clearly, then you think he's not that good. <laughs> right. I mean, I saw some quote from some like anonymous executive, I believe, that was like, Ben Simmons hasn't improved since his rookie year. Da, 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 da. Everyone's figured him out. And that's why he doesn't succeed in the playoffs. But like, that just seems untrue. He's barely had any playoff reps. Like everyone kind of sucks in their first 20 playoff games, unless you're like a generational talent, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like Luka Doncic and and struggle, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, even AD struggled his first time in the playoffs, though. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at his numbers, though. It looks like he's doing pretty piss poor this season. I was hoping Doc Rivers would actually give him the keys and not just say that to the media for whatever reason. But apparently he's taken nine shots a game as opposed to his career 11 or 12. Oh. And uh, it's on a couple fewer minutes than last season. And he's just jacking those threes, man. It seems like Doc has, uh, Doc has has kind of focused the offense around Tobias and uh, Joel as the scorers. What's which... the point in centering your offense on Tobias Harris, man? You're like, oh, I want to be a league average offense. That's that's the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just misses the day the back in his Clipper days. He's just getting a little nostalgic. Right. I mean, shit. Danilo Gallinari was the best player on those teams. <laughs> So that oh that's a, that is a last point it was that was danilo and lou williams teams like come on now that's mm-hmm. that's what made those teams so good Tobias um, anyway Kirsten always be the best third option on any good <laughs> roster <laughs> ben simmons needs to get off the the uh 76ers he, if if the 76ers want d'angelo russell i would love that i would love a simmons oh. combo i think that would be beautiful. oh that'd be amazing D'Angelo Russell would look so useless on the Sixers. <laughs> he would <look> so bad. Shalanga, <laughs> there was an Anthony Edwards for Ben Simmons uh, three-teamer where the 76ers ended up with Brad Beal today. Who, who, Timberwolves talk posted Oh, that. that's fun. I thought it was a really interesting f- framework, but the Wolves would probably have to give up a lot more to the Wizards. I wonder how many people think Bradley Beal is better than Ben Simmons. Like, I don't think it's a majority, but I bet it's a very strong minority, like like a Republican-type situation. Yeah, like, Elton <laughs> Okay, I, I think Brad Beal is better than Ben Simmons. Like, today, I think Brad Beal is much better than Ben Simmons. I think that Ben Simmons has, like, an insanely high ceiling, That's and true. in the right situation, Ben Simmons is much better than Bradley Beal. But, like, today, I'll take Bradley Beal. I feel like if I were the 76ers, I would build around Ben Simmons. But if that trade is available, then I see why they would go with Bradley Beal over Ben Simmons. I see it. Yeah, it just it's just like I could I, I could see it making sense. But I just I do not think Ben Simmons is worse than Bradley Beal. I mean, the dude's a god on defense. He plays all five positions like so well. I mean, I know defense probably matters about half as much as offense does. And in terms of facilitation, like Brad Beal is not going to be that for them. So, like, what are they going to do at the point at that uh, in that situation? The 76ers, yeah. like, they don't have a lot of options already. Seth Curry, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Tyrese Maxey actually has been looking. Oh yeah, that's right. Like 
he's a player, which I wasn't sure, but he he looks like he's a player. He's not ready yeah, yet, would... obviously. Anyway, we're way off track. Let me bring let me bring us back. We have gone like way off the you got road. Me going on better ben Bradley Beal or Ben Simmons. That's like <laughs> that's a, it's good combo. But we have one more. Would you rather question before we wrap up? And it's pretty it's pretty simple. It's it's would you rather have the head coach of your team be Taylor Jenkins or Dave Yeager? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i guess i mean dave yeager even though it's entirely unclear to me like why 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 uh he's like such a snake that people tend to not like it's not entirely I know. Clear to me. like what is what what happened <laughs> with dave he, yeager he off vivek i don't know what happened yeah but... dude he, every team he goes to is good like every team he has coached has been good right it yeah. doesn't make sense he made a terrible Kings team, almost a playoff team in one year. Yeah. I mean, he's a good coach, but apparently he just, just uh, doesn't know how to have a boss or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He does like, he does like taking kind of like taking control. I feel like, and I feel like the front offices maybe don't like that, but yeah, my understanding I, of his career arc is that he took control of basically every like team that he was he was under and like i think he was like a g league coach and he was also like their front office executive at the same time or something like that before he was the grizzlies head coach something hey uh, i'd rather i'd rather have dave yeager right now than ryan saunders i just want to <laughs> go on record no I'd, I'd rather have taylor jenkins than anyone else though <laughs> so. oh god <laughs> taylor jenkins seems like he's doing a pretty good job he yeah. did. He did a good job last year. We'll see what happens this year. If you guys it, can get Jaron Jackson, when is Jaron Jackson coming back? It's probably going to be a couple more months. It's yeah. my guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, Taylor Jenkins does this thing where he gets fixated on one player and then just like plays him a ton of minutes for a week and puts him in a bunch of weird situations. It seems like a really good coach to tank with. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Xavier, Xavier Tillman is that guy this week. Right, starting over Gorgie Jang or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Rudy, before you go, I, I know this is a little bit off. To- I just I, we didn't talk about Brandon Clark at all, and I'm a big Brandon Clark lover. I wanted the Wolves to draft Brandon Clark at 11 last season. I like. Yeah, that. they should have. Awesome. They should have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what What are your What are your thoughts on on Brandon Clark? I mean, I I love Brandon Clark. I think he's probably the third or fourth best player in his draft class. Like easily. I mean, this year has been super rough, especially the very start of the year. He couldn't make a damn thing when all of last year, I don't think I ever saw him miss a shot, especially one of those little, uh, little running floater things that he does so much. I mean, the, the dude could put up 23 points a game in like a Julius Randall role, <laughs> you know, and still shoot like 60% true shooting. I mean, he's crazy. And he's a great defender too. He's only six, eight, but like he can play, a respectable uh, help defender role pretty well. He can jump out the gym. I mean, like I, I was just excited about the idea of his help side blocks paired with towns, just like running in and uh, man, I, I love him. I think that he, he is really great. I think that his offensive game can get better. I think that his, like the foundations of his defensive game are all there as far as like knowing where to be and what to do paired with his athleticism. Um, yeah. I y'all really got a steal there. With Brandon Clark, yeah, for sure. I, I remember during the uh, the draft night, I was at a uh, a watch party in Nashville, and the guy who was hosting it, you know, obviously the biggest NBA nerd of them all, is it's actually Keith of Fast Break Breakfast, who I've already mentioned. Um, yeah, yeah. But he was basically on Twitter 
the whole time and saw about a pick or two ahead of time from what the actual broadcast was showing that we were getting Brandon Clark from a trade up. And he literally started doing laps around the bar with excitement just because I was like <laughs> the one draft guy he talks to is like favorite guy in the draft. He's like, Oh my God, we just got John Moran and Brandon Clark just losing yeah, his crazy. mind screaming, running around the bar. No one Toyango. knew what was happening. It was just him. <laughs> was like that when, when we drafted Pokashevsky. So but not in a good way. I was I was very mad. I had to get up. I had to leave. I had to start drinking again, and I was still, still drinking. Packaged into the Rubio trade. Or yeah, was... exactly. Okay. Yes, so thankfully, we got rid of him immediately, <laughs> or he was already gotten rid of by the time. It was kind of confusing because at the time we weren't sure if that pick was being traded because uh, things weren't being reported that clearly yet. But yeah, mm-hmm. thankfully we got rid of Pokashevsky. We curved Pokeshevs. Ended up with McDaniels, one of my favorites in the draft. So, you know, it's all good. Well, at NBA underscore Rudy, Rudy St. Clair, thank you for coming on the pod. Yeah, what are you up to? What what are you up to these days? Uh, Mostly, I'm just doing freelance editing to to take up my time. And, you know, I'm not really doing anything right now to uh, build up my presence online. But I need to be recording more Hustle Point shows. I want to convert that to like a like a daily NBA news show, but also kind of satirize it a little bit, you know, just because it feels a little weird to talk about the NBA right now. When like, honestly, I feel like the season should just be fucking canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like, you would be both there. Tlanga was uh, writing on our, uh, we're, we're writing for a sports blog now. And Chalanga was writing on the Slack, like, Hey, what is everybody writing about? I was like, fuck i fuck if i know i want yeah maybe wolf blitzer what what wolf is worth writing about right now yeah yeah it's just it's tough but you know i'm doing nba content in some way or another every day whether uh you see my name behind it or not you know just editing for hire <laughs> so dm me if you want to hire me to to edit your nba youtube videos and podcast yeah and definitely <laughs> follow rudy on twitter he's a great follow um He's he's some of the best basketball content, and like I, we just we're big, we're DIY basketball, you know, b- uh, blog boys, and and I believe that in the DIY b ball, blog yeah, boys, absolutely, so. this is the future. Fuck fuck yeah. the, the those large media establishments. We we take an indie here. We don't, yeah, we don't need that's... Jason Whitlock to tell us to oh my god go vote for Trump. <laughs> Um, yeah, so find uh, Rudy at NBA underscore Rudy. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CNDPod. Uh, send us an email at coasttocoastmbapod at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review, rating, download, do all the podcasts. Hey, you, you just cut out. I did? Like a... No, you're, you're cut, cut out. out. Yeah. That was you. Yeah, that was all you, Dylan. You're, oh, you're that was Ryan? Lucky, yeah. Um, Thanks, Rudy. Bye. Bye. (laughs) It's cool seeing y'all. Yeah, you too.